Welcome to the May 7, 2007 issue. There are four articles. In comment, Elizabeth Colbert assesses New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg's proposal for congestion pricing. Then Larissa McFarquhar profiles 2008 presidential hopeful Barack Obama. In the third article, Dana Goodyear spends time with Brazilian novelist Paulo Coelho. Finally, in the current cinema, Anthony Lane reviews Spider-Man 3 and Ian Holm in The Treatment. We begin, though, with this week's comment, Don't Drive, He Said, by Elizabeth Colbert. Michael Bloomberg has always favored grand schemes. Last week on Earth Day, the mayor stood in the American Museum of Natural History's Hall of Ocean Life beneath the Blue Whale to lay out his vision for the city's future. In an expansive speech, Bloomberg described a New York that would, in 2030, be both greater and greener, a city with nearly a million more residents, as well as cleaner water, new open space, and zippier transportation. This bigger, better metropolis would be a leader in combating global warming. Despite its increased population, the New York of the future would produce 30% less CO2, resulting, as the mayor put it, in the most dramatic reduction in greenhouse gases ever achieved by any American city. The printed version of Bloomberg's plan ran to 155 full-color pages and contained 127 new initiatives. Just one of them, congestion pricing, got almost all the attention, much of it negative. The mayor anticipated this. He referred to the pricing proposal as the elephant in the room, and his decision to include it anyway is perhaps the best reason to take the plan seriously. The basic idea behind congestion pricing is simple. Make motorists pay to use the busiest streets. Under the mayor's proposal, an invisible line would be drawn around Manhattan from 86th Street South to the Battery. Vehicles crossing this line on weekdays between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. would be charged a fee, $8 for cars, $21 for trucks. Those traveling only within the congestion zone would pay half price, while taxis and livery cabs would be exempt. The fees would be assessed electronically and could be paid either with a toll pass or over the phone or the Internet. Driving crosstown for lunch is an easy, if maddening, way to appreciate the scheme's logic. The impression that one could walk, or at least trot, just as quickly is borne out by the numbers, according to data collected by the New York Metropolitan Transportation.